Welcome to At Ease, a podcast for colored girls who fled corporate when six figures wasn't enough. Whether you decided to quietly quit, took a leap of faith, pursued your passion over a paycheck, or are building a side hustle, join me each week as we redefine success by reshaping our minds. I combine my lived experience and conversations with entrepreneurs and Black women to leverage thought work, to reconnect with our bodies, combat burnout, and build businesses. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 15 of At Ease. Today's conversation was with Meg Watt. She has 14 years of healing experience. She's a sound healing practitioner and mental health advocate. She attended her first sound healing session in 2019 and experienced a massive healing. After experiencing an elimination of work stress, anxiety, depression, asthma, and grief, she became a certified sound healing practitioner in 2020. To date, she has facilitated over 250 sessions, practiced over 500 hours, and helped over 2,000 people alleviate multiple conditions, such as, but not limited to, stress, pain, insomnia, and high blood pressure. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation. Sound healing. Tell us what it is and how you came to learn about sound healing. Yeah, so great question. I actually have been healing. Like I started therapy 14 years ago. So I started being very, very communicative with my family about my healing. Uh, that, that could include expressing disdain for their emotional abuse and, you know, growing up and right. We get into all of that anyway. So I become the black sheep of the family, but they all know what I do, what I like to do. So I'm at a family cookout one day and my cousin is like, have you heard a gong? You know, that's what she says to me. Have you heard a gong G O N G? And I'm like, no, what is it? You know, I'm intrigued. So she's seeing a therapist that facilitates sound healing sessions in downtown Detroit. So I don't know about it, but I'm always open. I show up to this first sound healing session. I was super stressed out. And after that session, I just felt like a full cleansing, like all of the work stress had disappeared totally. And I haven't felt it since. That was in June, 2019 have not felt it since. So that was the first session. Over the, the course of like a month and a half, two months, I had attended 14 more sessions of sound healing. And every time your girl got a different healing, you hear me? Well, every time, Kristen, this is, I'm not even joking, bro. Like one week it would be grief. Like literally I could feel a transformation in my body and I was processing things differently. Mm. Asthma. Mm. pain, anxiety, depression, bro. I have been managing anxiety and depression through therapy for 14 years, but that was just it. I was just managing it. It never went away. Yeah, That shit gone. 
my anxiety mm. and depression is gone. So anyway, after that, I was like, oh, I got to do this myself. <laughs> like, this is too good not to get involved. So I got trained in January 2020 to be a sound healing practitioner. And then March 2020 was my first class in person, or at least it was oh, supposed wow. to be my first class. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, what a time. Yeah. Can you believe that was almost three years ago? No, I can't actually. I really can't because it literally feels like last month. But yeah, I started doing virtual sessions. That's how I started and got like 300 hours between 2020 and 2021 doing sound healing for people all over the world, like from Germany to Alaska to Ireland to South Africa and of course all the states. But it's really just this, this healing modality that elevates your emotional frequency. And when we think about emotional frequency, like a lot of times people are like, oh, I ain't vibing with them. They're not on my level. You know, what they're really saying is there is a misalignment of emotional frequencies. So it's like this spectrum of, you know, the bottom of the emotional frequency is like pain or addiction or sadness, anxiety, grief, all these things. But then on the other side of that spectrum, the top of that spectrum is the love, the kindness, the acceptance, uh, the compassion, the joy, the peace. And so sound healing just elevates your frequency. So it's not that I, I never fall below, right? Like that equilibrium. Um, but when I do, I'm back up very quickly. Like I know how to get back very fast. I know what I need to do when I feel you know, like low, I'm good. Yeah. With any modality, mm -hmm. if you're practicing and if it's the one for you, like everything isn't for everybody. Right. Yep. But that's what you would want to see. There's no perfection. And like I did X and now this never happens again. But even, you know, when I'm working with clients and I'm coaching, we're doing self-coaching. We're thinking about like how to, we're working on how to manage our thoughts and beliefs. It doesn't mean that we don't have feelings that don't necessarily feel good in the body, right? You might have anxiety, right? But it's like noticing what does that anxiety feel like? So you can name it and then you can shift it. And over time, yeah, you sh if you keep practicing, you're going to be able to shift it sooner than before. And that's the goal. It's, you know, you don't want the extreme pendulum swings. They become less and less extreme and you're able to cope. And that's, that is healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is healthy. And that's when we talk about like wellness, the whiteness of wellness or just wellness culture in general, I actually don't care how many vegetables you eat a day. If we can't be, if you can't be emotionally mature, if I, yeah. if you're not, a, if we can't have a safe space. Yeah to feel, to be, mm -hmm. that is a, that is a part of being well too. So sound healing. I did join your class you a did? couple weeks ago. I did. Ah, I did. How was it? It was good. And so for everybody, this was my first sound healing experience, right? So I will say, first of all, I did not show up prepared, but oh. I quickly got there. So I, not knowing what it was, because I've never tried it and I had never seen it either before. Okay. 
I approach everything like yoga. <laughs> so okay. I had like my mat. I had like, I'm like ready. And then I quickly was like, oh, I could get comfy for this. I'm like, I could get comfy for this. I went and got some headphones yeah. and I turned off the lights and I laid down. This is good. This is good to hear. Cause for my next session, March 12th, I will, I will be sure to put like a preparation list. But it was so good right after maybe a week or two after when was the, when did you do the sound healing? Was it December? Everything's a blur now. (laughs) I know. I think the 23rd or the 29th of December. Right. So yeah, it was last year. And, um, like a week later I tried Reiki for the first time. Oh, awesome. That's so good. So I was like, you were high for sure. <laughs> Your yes. I was like, why has it taken me so long to oh, learn wow. and, you know, to try these modalities? And what I loved about the sound healing is it's so accessible mm-hmm. because it, I mean, it's honestly the same reason why I love podcasts Yeah, because I can listen. Yep. And so I can listen to stuff when I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. I can I can listen in the car. You know, I do have a disclaimer though. I got a disclaimer okay. because I was listening to my sound healing album one day in the car, and uh, I almost fell asleep. Like you know, you really want to be mindful <laughs> if you if you're a beginner <laughs> meditator because I'm not. Even yeah, I'm like, oh, I really got to do it. Baby, don't you you could walk, but I would not recommend operating <laughs> a car. Do not operate a motor vehicle. Like what is the disclaimer? The views like, expressed by, you know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the car like, ooh, this is good, but don't drive. Don't get you don't want it to be too good. <laughs> when you talk about how your anxiety and things melted away, I mean it's pretty obvious how we can benefit from that as black women. <laughs> as black women but what have you seen i mean even just outside of yourself with people that you've worked with over these last now three years congratulations because that's over these last three years how have you seen your clients transform through sound healing what's possible for them okay so i have so many stories and testimonies but the, the number one that like jumps out at me is this woman came running into a session that we did in downtown Detroit. Um, I do it every Wednesday, actually. She comes running in with this menopause pills box and she's like shaking it. And she's like, can you, do you hear this? <laughs> she's like, since I've started coming to sound healing, I have not had any menopause episodes. And I have not taken any of these pills. I've had people say to me, they suffer from insomnia and they no longer suffer from insomnia after they've come to sound healing. Um, I've had people say they've, they've had a writer's block, like, and then after a sound healing session, went home and wrote out an entire six chapters, like one night. And then with my corporate clients, um, I had a chance to work with a couple Fortune 10 companies and just offering it to their diversity, equity, and inclusion groups, which that's really my goal. This conversation has been affirming for me because I desire to heal my people. Because like you said, it's, it's almost like um, like a Stockholm syndrome. Like how can you heal in the same space that hurts you? That really right. is a struggle for me. 
it yeah. really is a struggle for me. And I'm like, um, I had a woman in Europe who had just gone through a breakup and was like literally depressed. I only did one session with her and she felt amazing afterwards. She, it just transformed her perception of the relationship and she was able to, to really heal from it quickly. Yeah. And I think even exactly what you just said, it changed her perception. I think it really speaks to how powerful our minds are. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have to do an episode on this. I haven't done it yet, but around be, do, have. And especially because what you're talking about in corporate spaces, part of the reason why we struggle, and I'm saying we Black people, Black women, but everyone's struggling, right? But it's yeah. because we're always doing, 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 because we want to have. Just like you said about golf, you showing up to this golf course and how you chose to show up lovingly, compassionately. And because that's who you were, who you were being in the moment, that is what you received, right? And so I think what I hear you saying, even with sound healing, especially in the corporate setting, mm -hmm. is it, I mean, because to your point, why you probably shouldn't drive a car while doing sound <laughs> healing, you get to be. You get to be. Yeah. And that is, I think I, I think it's powerful, but I, uh, going back to the piece around it being auditory, you know, just listening, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be 90 minutes. It doesn't have to be a full hour class. Yep. You know, if you have 15 minutes to sit, but I think the piece around going into corporate is that oftentimes our suffering does look different, right? And so even a, like an article, a study came out, I think that NYU did around how depression yes. literally looks different yes. <laughs> in black women. And I was reading this, I was like, that's me. And yeah. I was even thinking back to my postpartum mm -hmm. depression. Yep. They kept telling me I was okay. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. But it's like, and now it makes sense. Yep. I present differently than what, what the standard studies, is based what off the of. standard, the white standard the white that has standard. been used. I work at a black, well, black owned um, center that does sound healing and other therapeutic modalities. And <clears throat> I saw a job the other day for like this co-op who is looking for space clearing practitioners, Reiki practitioners, mm. and a sound healer. And so I just like, you know, let me put a resume out here. Let me talk to them. And, you know, they, they loved me, you know, they, they of thought course I was they did. Of course they did. You know, they're like, Oh, you've got all the auras around you and you only got And, but then they say, we want you to put the bowls on the bodies. Do you, do you do sound healing and put the bowls on the bodies? And I had to explain to them that like, you're not supposed to put bowls on people's bodies. That's not how it was intended for healing. So I don't mm -hmm. want to do that. And I feel like as a business owner, I'm often in these situations where I always have to go back to my values. 
I always have to go back to my core beliefs. Is this aligned or is this misaligned? And luckily, I feel so firm and so stable in my foundation that it's easy for me to, and my intuition, of course, because sound healing helps a ton with that. I'm going to listen to myself and I'm not going to feel like, oh, I'm missing out on money because that to me is icing on the cake. Um, but I'm not starving because inside I have all that I need. So that's a tangent, but yeah, it's no, just that's, that's the point. That ain't a tangent. That, <laughs> that is spot on Meg vision, your vision, your core values, your intuition, which are all things that you said, like sound healing helps you tap into. And I think with every person that I've interviewed thus far, that comes up in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And I, as a operations person, I get super excited when I hear that, because I think when I got into this business, I was most surprised that people didn't have that North star. Like, okay, you might have a mission or vision statement for your business because you're told that you have to, but is it really aligned when you're hiring and choosing your teammates, your, your team members, when you're choosing the clients that you want to work with, are they aligned to this vision? What is your personal vision and mission statement? I'm revamping mine right now because it's no longer aligned. The one that I had before is no longer aligned with who I want to be. Yeah. This is a tangent. Okay. <laughs> I have been watching Madoff, Bernie Madoff, the doc, the docuseries on Netflix. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. I told a friend the other day, I was like, yo, these scammers out here. I'm thinking like Bernie Madoff, Elizabeth Holmes, the whole Anna Delvey thing with inventing Anna. I was like, yo, these white people could get away with anything. Literally. They, there's no way that we mm -hmm. would ever be able to do some stuff like this because they're going to be like, where are your receipts? Show yep. me your evidence. Again, this is a whole tangent. You know how, and I'm sure you went to Howard, so I know you've heard this. You have to be twice as good. Yeah. Right? To get to the same place, right? And there's debate as to whether or not that's true. Do you believe it or not? But what I would offer is you got to have twice the receipts regardless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so when I'm going to circle back to mission and vision, it's so easy to get misled and caught up looking at someone else's vision, what you yeah. think you're supposed to have based on what you see. And like what I, one of the things that at least what I see with these scammers who like end up ripping all these people off they all wanted something that somebody else had, whether it was money, wealth, the country club, club, club life, to be an heir. They had like something that they wanted to prove. But did you ever stop and say, is this what I want? Do I want to work all these hours to have this? What mm -hmm. feels good in my body? Yep. What is my mission and vision for the world for myself and for my family? And I'm mm -hmm. like this. At the end of the day, when you get disconnected, when you're focused on somebody else's vision, that's when you get into those types of situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we see it happening every day on Beyonce's internet. Oh, man. It's really, it's sad though. Like I, I have empathy for those people because there was 
a trauma somewhere along the line, usually during childhood, yeah. that imprinted in their minds, they are not good enough. Yeah. So, I mean, when I started this work, I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was pretty enough. I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think I was nothing. And as I started to peel back the layers and heal and then meditate, like meditation has helped me, <laughs> I roll, has really helped me elevate my emotional frequency too. When you yeah. say sound healing is accessible, meditation is yeah. accessible. And when I started telling myself, you are pretty, your body is banging, your mind <laughs> is powerful, money comes to you freely and abundantly, this universe curves to your every need, okay? I then that's right. It just started happening. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I had to say it a lot before I believed it. I'm, yes. I'm going to be honest. I'm not yeah. one of these people like, I got it together, you know, be, be like me. Like, no, it, I had to fake it until I made it for a long time. And I think that's okay. I'm it not is. talking about it's okay it, to like, practice driving it. a Range Rover going into mm -hmm. debt <laughs> so I can look like I have money. No, I'm saying <laughs> fake it. Tell yourself yeah. you're beautiful every day until you believe it. Because you will believe it. And one tell day. yourself you're worthy every day. Every day. Yeah. Because yeah. you are. You are. are. I think people underestimate the power of worthiness. The power of knowing your worth. Yeah. I had a conversation yesterday with a friend and we talked about how, you know, just as you get older, your relationships shift, right? The person who might've been your ace boon coon when you were 22 might not be that person at 35 Yeah, and that's okay. And, you know, it hurts when relationships end, whether, regardless of what type of relationships that they are. But one of the things that we agreed on, she was sharing about a relationship that she had that no longer existed. And that when it came to an end, it was because each of them had had conversations with a bunch of other people about what whatever happened. And then they reached the conclusion that they were no longer going to be friends, right? Mm -hmm. And now all of these years later, she's realizing we never had that conversation with each other. And I said, yeah, and I, I had something similar happening in my own life. And I said, and I'm at the point where I know where I trust myself and I know my worth that I don't have to go around and share the story with other people for validation. Ooh. I'm very clear about how I feel because I sat my ass down <laughs> and I meditated about it. Right. I sat with myself and assessed how it felt, how I felt. And what did I want to do? And is what I'm choosing to do aligned with my vision, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so there was no need to tell anybody else what happened. There's no need to have a conversation because I don't need the validation. So I could communicate directly with the person, right? right? But I can also acknowledge that I haven't always been in that place. Yeah. That's and what, so when she asked me, she said, do you ever think I'll get an opportunity? to have that conversation with this person. And I said, who knows? But you you know where you are now on your journey. You don't know where they are. So yeah. just pray, meditate, whatever you do, that if the opportunity presents itself, that y'all are both in the space. Yeah. With a clear vision and know that you're worthy, know that you're, no, and know that you don't need the validation. 
Because if I don't need you to validate my friendships or to validate my side of the story, I also don't need you to validate my home, what, how I raise my kids, how I dress, how I, I don't, I, my business, my anything. I don't need the validation. You it's valid stop. because I said so. That validation part, goodness. If everybody just went to therapy for a little bit, like just, just a little stint, whatever the stint is, that is the part where you learn, oh, I wasn't validated by my parents. So that's why I'm seeking it from men. That's why I'm seeking it from things. That's why I'm seeking it from work accolades and titles and promotions. When you don't give up what anybody thinks about <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you move so different. So different. But you're also raging against the machine, right? Because the machine is built on capitalism For you to care. <laughs> and emotional weakness. That's yeah. the system. The system wants you to spend money to impress people that don't even like you. They want you to spend money you don't have. Like that's that's how the system keeps going. That's how the wealthy say wealth, wealthy and the poor say poor. But yeah, when you rage against the machine and really don't care and like actually heal from your shit, your life just opens all the way up. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yes, Meg. Okay. So we going golfing in Detroit in the winter when it's 50 some degrees. We going to do some sound healing. Don't put no bowls on me. Right. <laughs> Don't put no bowls on my body. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because this is, it's still fresh. Three years is, is, is still new. And so you've already touched and inspired and helped yeah. so many people. I'm going to make sure that we include your album oh, in the show you. notes. Yeah. Don't listen to while you're driving, don't, but we're yeah, going to include the album that. in the show notes. Um, and I know that you have a class coming up in March. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about where people can find you, how mm -hmm. they can stay connected and how they can get access to sound healing if they yeah. want to try it great questions uh love the love the toss up there so i my website is soulhealsound.com soulhealsound s-o-u-l-h-e-a-l-s-o-u-n-d and um i essentially offer sound healing to groups and corporations but my gift to the community is a quarterly free sound healing session to just expose people to share. Yeah. Um, in December, we kind of like, we, we attributed it to grief that was right after Twitch passed away and yeah. it was just a community healing. So the next session is going to be March 12th um, at 8 PM. I think that's a Sunday. Okay. And if you want to be on that list, you can just email me, um, which is megwatt at soulhillsound.com. So that's my email. You know, the website has links to our socials, which I'm maintaining all of that. You know, I know your podcast is about systems. Um, <laughs> I'm maintaining all of that right now. And ultimately running the the corporate america gig with the the full-time or the sound healing business because the business plans are i was thinking smaller 
than the potential for this. Um, so Which we typically do. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. And I, I mean, I'm also like really taking my time, like just establishing like a brand, a business and yeah. and then getting to the point where, you know, we're bringing on employees. We have black sound healers um, to dispatch all over the country and even the world mm. one day. Um, I don't want to say too much more before someone takes it, takes all the ideas. But um, but look, and even people everywhere. can take your people can take all they want. People gonna take. Right. <laughs> but it's not it's not yours. You know what I mean? It's not. The yeah. same as when Meg does it, so. Yeah, yeah. And I really do, I feel that, like, because there's a few other people, you know, getting into the space. I'm just struggling with this idea of monetizing it, right? Mm. You know, like, Let's talk I really want to help people. I know, Kristen, you're like, you need to be one of my clients because let me get well, you Well, I'm just like, <laughs> but you, you know, that is not, that that is not uncommon. Yeah. Especially with, black women we yeah. want to help we've been helping yeah we've been doing say, free labor yeah you're right right you also get to help yourself yeah you get to feed yourself you get to pay for uh them golf trips <laughs> okay because and and think about it right imagine what your life would be like had you never had access to sound healing. Think back to that pain. Think Whoa. back to that anxiety. And think of all, you tell me, what have you, what have you created? What has shifted in your life as a result of sound healing? Well, I created the business. Um, solely sound as a result of I have managed all of the relationships in my life. I literally have no toxic relationships in my life because I've been able to have those difficult conversations. I feel like I've created like financial wealth in, in my family, um, educating my nieces and nephews. Like, I mean, I've created good health, you know, haven't had any health issues this, you know, like it's been a lot. And even lot. though you oh, haven't given a too. dollar amount to any of that, yeah, I mean, let's. I'm I'm gonna get hypothetical, but like, money saved on medical bills. Yep. Educating your nieces and your family. Generational wealth. What does that mean? Are they going to college now? Are they saving money? Are they investing differently? Are they yeah. thinking about the generations beyond them? You telling me that's not worth paying for? Yeah. And the reality is, even though you've talked about the thou the thousands, and this is the thing about we don't we don't really. You said you were you weren't thinking on the large scale yet. I want you to think about your large scale of impact. You talked about the thousands that you've impacted with your sound healing, right? Yeah. Even just this podcast. Let's say 50 people listen, right? That's 50 people, but you don't know how many people are going to listen to that album, how many people are going to walk into their job with a renewed sense of self yeah. who are going to then pour into somebody else who then gets to pour into somebody else who's going to save money, who's going to go meet their man on the golf course yes, and build an empire. <laughs> who's go you, you have no clue who's going to yeah. impact the golf caddy. 
you have no clue of what that impact is going to be. That's this is your free. This is what you gave away for free. Okay. You do your quarterly things for free, but when you really stop and here's your homework, let me get my pen. Let me get my pen. I got to write it down. (laughs) Really think about who you impacted. And I guarantee you, you can't even come up with a number because you you're only going to be thinking about direct impact. What is that long-term impact from just one of your nieces? Yeah. For sure. All right. I mean, generational wealth, we could be talking about philanthropy. We could be talking about being the difference in the city of Detroit. One of my closest, I just, one of my closest friends from college is from Detroit. And so, um, Lupe Fiasco was out when we were in college Mm -hmm. and he's from Chicago. So Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago. And he used to say, he had this song, like I'm from the city in the Midwest, best, best city in the whole wide world or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she and I used to joke, like I'm from the city in the Midwest, brokest city in the whole wide world. (laughs) Like, I'm from the city of the Midwest, most dangerous city in the whole wide world. Like, we used to do these jokes, right? Because Cleveland is always the butt of jokes, you know, with LeBron and yeah. the fire on the lake. And then the whole thing with Kwame Kilpatrick happening in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Her mom's a lawyer. She's a lawyer, you know, and it's yeah. like we had all this hope and, you know, all of these things happen. And now she's back in Detroit. Yeah. She's bailing mothers out of jail. Mm-hmm. She's fighting for restorative justice. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we used to have those jokes, right? And now she's having that impact. And so yep. are you. Yeah. So Thank are you. you. For that. So are you. So the city of Detroit, you are serving the city of Detroit and beyond. Thank you. That's for that. that's worth paying for. I receive this. I receive all of this. Thank you so much. What you gonna send me an invoice or how does this work? <laughs> <laughs> this one is on the house. This yes. one is on the house. But if anybody would like some coaching, go ahead and hit me up. No, I'm just kidding. Hit her up. Um, you just got a mini live session. What? <laughs> No, but seriously, Meg, I am so grateful that Erica, Erica Fields, if you are listening to this, thank you for connecting us. Hey, Fields. Yeah, just thank you, because I would have never known about the greatness and the brilliance and even, shoot, sound healing. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited that you joined and so excited that, you know, you allowed me to grace your podcast um, yeah. hopefully there were some gems dropped. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I'm gonna be there on March 12th. <laughs> okay, pull up. I already put it on my calendar. <laughs> March 12th. It's a Sunday, y'all. Let's Ooh, go beans. get that sound healing starting um going into the week. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea is to, to yeah. get you that elevation. So wait. Well, thank you so much, Meg. I appreciate you joining me today. Yes, bye.
I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like what you hear, please leave me a five-star review and share with a friend. I hope to see you back here next week for another episode. And until then, at ease.